All right, you priests come film promoters. <laughs> it's time to dust off your starter jackets, rip off those tearaways, and blow into your game cartridges. I'm Sam Blanford. And I'm Simon Blanford, and we wish it was the 90s. Just a two-man today. Mmm. First two-man podcast ever in Wish It Was The 90s history. If we survive the podcast without um, getting into big arguments, I think that's a success. Yeah, absolutely. It'll probably be a short one. Um, we don't have um, Sean on today, so um, that that immediately cuts down the time uh, that we're going to be talking for. Um, but we, uh, I'll do a bit of a riff on the socials, seeing as Sean's not here today. Um, WIWT90S on Instagram, TikTok. Uh, you can find us on YouTube. We've been going crazy on YouTube views lately. Um, Facebook page. Um, we've got a Lomus tournament coming up Friday, June the 30th. Um, that will be held in Wellington. If uh, you are interested, hit us up on the socials somehow, or you're probably just our mate, so just give us a text. Um, but today, dear listeners, we had to squeeze in another This Week On because it seems like all the shows go on a bit of a hiatus over summer or the American summer. So not many shows have episodes that go through um, May, June, July. Um, and after a raging YouTube view success, we are going back to the well with Father Ted. Oh, yeah. So this week on Father Ted in 1995, the third episode of the first season, The Passion of St. Tibulus, aired. Um, what were your thoughts on the episode first, Si? Yeah, I really enjoyed this one, and I think that what I talked about last time is one thing that I didn't like about the other episode, even though I thought it was a great one, was that you just didn't get random priests just dropping in. That was one of my favourite parts of Father Ted, and seeing Father Hernandez and, of course, the infamous, fearsome Bishop Len Brennan was always a positive as far as the laughs are concerned, so I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it more than uh, A Song for Europe, to be honest with you. I don't, I, maybe I was a bit over A Song for Europe. I'd, I've watched that quite a few times. Yeah. Um, I mean, I did miss Father Dick Byrne, um, <laughs> but... Yeah, so we will, um, Simon's going to do a little plot summary for us, um, but if you haven't watched it, it's on YouTube, it's in the description below, LinkedIn, um, it's early days of Father Ted, but still very, very funny, um, do you want to hit us with a plot summary, side? Yeah, so the aforementioned fearsome Bishop Brennan drops by the craggy island parochial house in order to task Ted and Dougal with picketing protesting a new film, The Passion of St. Tibullus. After a night gossiping with Father Hernandez, who's from Cuba, over the longest game of Cluedo in history, Ted and Dougal find themselves bullied into being moral crusaders by Bishop Brennan <laughs> with predictably disastrous results. His Holiness has banned the blasphemous nudie film, The Passion of St. Tibullus, but due to a legal loophole, which is... By the way, completely unexplained. Craggy Island is the only place in the Catholic world that can show the film. The bishop now wants Ted to launch a public protest that will make the church's disapproval crystal clear. After a research trip to see the film, Dougal is confused by what St. Tibullus was doing with that man's banana. 
but not as confused as Bishop Brennan when he realises that Ted's protest has given the film a massive publicity boost. The outraged bishop is about to send the priests off to very far-flung parishes as a punishment until Jack discovers a highly incriminating video of the bishop with his mistress and uh, illegitimate son on a recent trip to California. So excuse my ignorance. Yep. But this is, I think this is correct. So priests and nuns are not supposed to have partners or correct. Have, have children. They take a vow of celibacy. Hmm. What percentage of priests and nuns um, keep that vow, you reckon? I have no idea. <laughs> Absolutely no idea. Um, no clue. But Bishop Len Brennan apparently did not. Yeah, he was good. Len Brennan was good. Um, best bit, Simon. We'll just go back and forth, eh? Yeah, the first scenes with Hernandez were just classic, absurd, surreal Father Ted humour. So yeah, weird, that, eh? It's so weird. So weird and wonderful and ballsy to do that in your third episode ever. But, you know, the fact that they... He's Cuban and obviously they can't speak Spanish and he can't speak English, but they somehow understand every word that each other says, despite the fact they're speaking in Spanish and English. I was real confused um, when the first when the translator came on initially. I was like, oh, this is going to be terrible. But it got funnier and funnier. Yeah, and I think why it was funny was because he translated things that didn't need to be translated. Yeah. <laughs> it's a craggy island. And then the translator would just say, craggy island. Um, at yes, one point, it, the translator's like, yes, I, I, my friend. <laughs> yeah, so that was, uh, that was a good, good start. And Ted also saying that he uh, misses the bright lights of the big city, to which Father Hernandez said, oh, where were you last, Wexford? <laughs> which uh, has a population of 20,000. <laughs> I like the bit. Oh, I was cracking up when it was... Uh... They kept asking Father Jack questions. He's like, what? 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 <laughs> and he's like, real low voice, Father, would you like a glass of brandy? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise. Very clearly. Until that part that Father Jack was actually just like my kids. <laughs> like, X actually has no ears whatsoever. And then as soon as you say, if you want chocolate or a lawyer, like, yep. Absolutely, yes. Whereas you could say, put that down 10 times in a row and there's no reaction. And that's just like Father Jack, where alcohol is concerned, apparently. Yes, please. <laughs> I also, just on that absurd uh, humour front, which I thought was so well done in that Father Hernandez scene when he's trying to describe, Father Ted's trying to describe the beauty of Craggy Island and says that the uh, west side of the island just drifted off. <laughs> And now there's just north, south, and east. Uh, <laughs> but when it was there, it was absolutely beautiful. The the direness of Craggy Island is uh, obviously shown at the start, at, like, you know, with the starting scene. Um, but shit, it's good. Uh, <laughs> didn't, uh, what's his name? Len Brennan call it, called Craggy Island a godforsaken dump at one point? <laughs> 
And before we move on from Cluedo, um, when Father Hernandez, uh, during Cluedo, says that it was Reverend Green with a knife in the dining room, I like Father Ted saying, those Protestants up to no good as usual, <laughs> to which Dougal does a great cheesy laugh. Um, so that was that was great as well. So, yeah, that whole Cluedo scene was an absolute winner. Yeah, Dougal didn't quite hit his straps as I talked about with Sean last time. I was kind of looking forward for Sean to, to be on to to see what he thought of a second episode. Um, yeah. yeah, Dougal just didn't quite hit what hit, hit the mark for me again. Um, speaking of, what, what the fuck was up with the wallpaper behind Jack's head? How all gross it is. <laughs> it's disgusting. Like, it's all mottled. Yeah, I think, I think it's just supposed to like show us how, in general, hideous and disgusting and unclean and dirty Father T. Uh, sorry, Father Jack and everything around him is. Mm. But I can't I don't remember sure. that. I don't remember that from last time. On the Dougal front, I thought he was better in this one though. Um, when Ted's imploring him not to mention <laughs> the sun, it's pretty funny. And then when. Len Brennan sits down and Dougal's just staring at him like an absolute idiot for about 30 seconds and you just know the question about his son is coming. You're just waiting for it. And then when it does come and Ted, you know, how's your son? Yeah. Son of God! How's the son of How's everything in religion? And I, I just think, just talking about the last episode we watched, I think Ted's nervousness and like sycophantic behaviour around figures of authority is just a great running gag throughout all three seasons. You know, any time he's in any semblance of trouble with the bishop or anything, him just sucking up to them is is really really funny. And his high pitched laugh and panic the panic is great. Yeah, there's heaps of high pitched laughter in that. Like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Mrs Doyle was terrible. That was a bad Mrs Doyle uh, cameo in that. In that. Calling him the piggy in the middle, I was like, "Oh, Mrs. Doyle, yeah, leave the room." That wasn't um, wasn't wasn't good from your MVP or best supporting actor from last time. Mm, no, poor. Um, I I love the woman in the theatre. Oh God, who yes. is just tell us about her? She was so absolutely funny. disgusted that it's subtitled and not dubbed. <laughs> and the usher, oh. I don't know if he's the usher, but is that is it just the same actor? Is yep, the guy definitely. who's pissed up in the last one, or is it the same guy doing a different job? Oh, good question. I think it's just the same actor. I, I don't think it's supposed to be the same character. I think it is the same actor. But, yeah, that lady, when um, he tells her it's subtitled, by oh, Jesus, storms <laughs> out. And I think that what I wrote down about that was that something we've talked about on The Simpsons is how, you know, there is any excuse, you know, in a normal average show you know the, the the important part the punchline is Dougal and Ted organizing the protest with the with the film Usher but they're just willing to just chuck any gag at all you know that the subtitles or dubbed part like there's there's no point to it it doesn't really move the plot along but it's just a funny observation about ignorant people that <laughs> like won't watch anything in subtitles and and not only will they not watch it they're like morally outraged that it's that they that how dare you make me read something while i'm watching a movie i just thought that was brilliant and would prefer to watch it dubbed yeah dubs <laughs> awful yeah whenever i found out someone had watched um squid game dubbed and not in subtitles i just immediately went down in my estimations yeah 
Um, and the, uh, the ushers back and forth with Ted and Dougal, uh, who he's yep. obviously matey matey with, is quite funny too. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. If you haven't watched it, by the way, at this stage, then it's a thoroughly boring podcast. But I would would recommend <laughs> uh, would recommend watching it because it is just it's really really good. Um, also, on that theatre scene, we did find out that uh, Father Jack's a big Sharon Stone fan. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't seen Father Jack since our Sharon Stone season, which I thought was very good. Um, and the widower, widowers who go to the cinema, two, or the widower who goes to the cinema two hours after his wife has died. Oh, yeah. That's real funny. Um, going back to the theatre, sorry, the, uh, they just start booing, and the usher goes, who is that? <laughs> and there's three people in the cinema. Um, speaking of the 90s Mm. uh, there was a pop-up of obviously the VHS recorder that uh, Father Hernandez got them and then later the red VHS very 90s yeah I don't I don't remember owning any red VHS's yeah that's because uh, pornos were red VHS's Ah. and we were not 18 when we were uh, in the 90s. Oh, they, they were behind the old uh, back doors at United Video. The old... Um, not doors. Oh, those squ- Were they those things that fell down from the ceiling? Yeah, it was like uh, dairies had them too. They were just like yep. um, bits of ribbon that you used to like... Plastic ribbon. Yeah, that used to go through. It waved in the wind. Um, um, I did. Yeah. I said it at the oh. start, but uh, when 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 they get called priests, come film promoters. <laughs> Why do they keep saying film? Is that just like an Irish thing? Yeah, it's just what the. I mean, how if you've got a strong Irish accent, I'm guessing you you pronounce film. Um, Lens. I keep calling him Len because there's another episode where it's kish, kicking Bishop Brennan up the arse the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Bishop Brennan keeps telling Dougal. Not to call him Len, but Dougal just keeps like calls him Len over and over again. Uh, so I did like Len's nicknames for Dougal when he said, "This cabbage," and the other nickname he gives him is Forest Gump, which I thought was wonderful because he is a cabbage and he is Forest Gump, and he proves that when uh, Len's telling him off, and Dougal says, "Oh, you're right there, Your Honour." <laughs> yes. I, I I thought it was a, it was not Dougal's strongest episode, but I thought it was was you saw some of the glimpses of uh, what they make Dougal become in season two. Yeah, no, that that's fair. Um, my last bit that I've written down here is at the end when the uh, watching that uh, clip, the video of of Len, their faces <laughs> are all fantastic, <laughs> but the. <laughs> When Ted's like, we'll watch it again, and it cuts to Jack, and he's like smiling at the camera and just like points the remote at the TV. Absolute gold. Shout out to Bishop Len Brennan's jump. It's like a Nike tracksuit in that uh, video. Really, really oh. height of fashion in the 90s. Mm, very 90s. It's a very odd video as well. Yeah. Well, me, when I saw a red VHS, and then I knew it was Father Brennan's, 
Yeah. I was. Ex- I don't know what I was expecting to come on that, uh, <laughs> that TV. <laughs> I definitely have seen the episode many times, so I didn't uh, didn't have the same thought. Um. What was up with the... Oh, any more best bits? No. I've got a question. What's up with the... I found it funny, but I don't quite know why when it was like, down with this sort of thing and careful now on the signs, protest signs. Oh, well, funny you mention that. That's a nice segue into the legacy of the episode. Oh. Because those signs have become quite famous and i actually don't know the answer to your question to be honest i just think it was just you know classic absurd father ted humor oh okay um, what even does that mean you know careful now down with this sort of thing i think down with this sort of thing you know they're not actually it's sort of taking the piss in the sense that you know they don't want to use the real terms of pornography or whatever it is you know so they just call it this sort of thing yeah yeah um, yeah but yeah, I think it's probably one of the most recognised jokes of the show. And if you if you see any big protests, um, there's a very very good chance you will see the two signs careful now and down with this sort of thing. Uh, in the 2013 video game Grand Theft Auto Five, there is a protester that is seen carrying a down with this sort of thing sign. Oh wow. Um. Green Party leader in the UK, John Gormley, in 2010, described his view that the Labour Party had few or no policies and accused the Labour Party of just saying, down with this sort of thing without providing actual any alternative or a policy. <laughs> and um, during a number of high-profile UK protests throughout the Pope's state visit in September of 2010 and student protests against tuition fee rises in 2010, as well as protests against Irish EU bailout and austerity measures, several protesters displayed banners saying, down with this sort of thing and careful now. So they've become uh, very, very famous signs. We should have taken those to uh, the teacher strike at Parliament. Oh, they were definitely at the teacher strike, whatever the last one was before this one. Um, and a few other, can, if, if I may uh, say a few other interesting things about the episode. Yeah, absolutely. It was basically a piss take of the Catholic Church's opposition to blasphemous films because they actually have done this in real life many times. Uh, many films I won't name because there are so many, but one of them was Monty Python's Life of Brian. And yeah. it was banned in Ireland upon its release. So Graham Linehan, the creator, actually joined a film club specifically to get a chance uh, to watch Monty Python's Life of Brian. Uh, one of the early ideas for the series, which is quite funny, was that every priest in the world knows every other priest personally, which is interesting <laughs> the opening scene with Cuba's uh, father, Hernandez. And um, when Hernandez speaks in Spanish, he's clumsily dubbed over by an English translator, which the craggy islands can explic- inexplicably hear and understand, which I thought, um, which I touched on earlier but. There's no rhyme or reason for that, and I, yeah, it sort of adds to the absurdity of it, which I quite like. So when I saw that the episode was called The Passion of St. Tibulus, and then they were mm. protesting about it, I was like, oh, when did The Passion of the Christ come out? Oh, yeah, um, yeah, like 10 years later. So um, I don't know whether was, whether you call that foreshadowing, or I don't know. Uh, oh, no. No, there's the passion is like a it's 
quite a lot of things like that within Catholicism. Mm, I'm completely ignorant. Yeah, me too, just slightly less so. <laughs> uh, we needed Pat and Sean on here. Um, MVP of the episode? Yeah, I hadn't actually thought about this, um, but I do have two very clear candidates. So I think for me, the MVP is actually going to be Bishop Len Brennan. Mm. His performance, his performance every single time he is on it is absolutely brilliant. The aforementioned kicking Bishop Brennan up the arse is a wonderful episode. Uh, just how nervous he makes Ted and then the reactions that come from that from Ted. Google being completely oblivious to how important he is. Um, and just his nicknames for Dougal, him just bagging Craggy Island. Um, yeah, Bishop Len Brennan for me is the MVP. He's so aggressive, eh? Oh, angry. Angry, man. Um, yeah, so I'm going to go a different uh, route to you. I, um, I thought this character barely showed up in the last episode we did. But uh, MVP for me was Jack. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, I thought Jack, I, I, I lolled every time Jack was on screen. Um, and I think probably my favourite bit was when he was going, what? What? And then <laughs> he got asked for the brandy. Um, and the rewinding the tape at the end, just fantastic. Um, and I reckon I've got a different supporting actor to you. Um, but you go first. Maybe because I'm biased because I love the Cluedo scenes, but I thought Father Hernandez gets my supporting actor because I think he's fixed that category the best. And he was very, very funny. Uh, the... The the recorder, the VHS recorder, was a was a funny gift, and how he was complaining about how their very primitive technologies in Cuba it only has 180 minutes of recording time, or whatever that was, was quite funny. <laughs> and the fertility symbol that he gave Ted was also hilarious. So Hernandez for me, real good when Ted knocks that off the TV and like acts all <laughs> calm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, uh, not far away from my supporting actor, but my supporting actor was the translator. Oh, nice. Nice. Um, Very as funny. I, yeah, as I said, I thought, um, I, I thought this was going to be bad when, it, when the translator first started, but it just got funnier and funnier, and the fact that the, the translator was translating things that did not need translating yep. um, was even better. Uh, Mrs. Doyle didn't get a look in. Uh, fall from grace for Mrs. Doyle. No. Uh, yeah, so upcoming, uh, what have we got upcoming? We have, I think... Opportunities, really. I think there's another Mortal Kombat, I think there's a second Mortal Kombat movie or something um, that we've got a few big fans coming on for. Um, I will not be coming back for another Mortal Kombat go. Um... And we're also looking at doing 10 Things I Hate About You. Um, famous 90s film, um, classic Heath Ledger. Um, and um, I think we'll get a wider range of an audience for that one, maybe. Maybe a few females might listen. Yeah, yeah. I don't give, it, I don't give a damn about your reputation. Um, what, what a film that is. Still studied, I think, on um, 
various high schools throughout New Zealand, and people still swoon at Heath Ledger. Uh, what's that? I'm I'm looking forward to uh, going to Bogey Lowenstein's party. <laughs> um, but no, that's it from us. So enjoy. Have a good one. Uh, see you again next time. Cheers. Cheers.